hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And welcome to Designated Parent, where we're going to look at some uh, children's programming through the lens of some adult beverages. Some Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back. And welcome. Yes. And welcome back, Lisa. Yes. So, uh, I listened this morning to uh, our podcast featuring our children, and it was delightful. <laughs> it was. It was, a, it was a little challenging to mix, because some of them did not understand the concept of sitting still and looking at a microphone, but honestly... You've given me some practice on that, so... I mean, uh, you're welcome. So there we you're go. You're welcome for all the fidgets that you have to edit out. But it was fine. It was cute. They are very excited. They want to do it again sometime, but they want to do it with you, mm-hmm. which I'm like, ooh. Huh. I think you'd have to be in the room. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of technical work that... Now, you can do it. You just record a voice memo. It'd be fine. We'd, we'd work it through. I mean, we'll see. But anyway. It, it was fun to listen to. It was fun. I, I think... You get a little bit of the glimmer of the joy of not knowing what's going to happen next. <laughs> so that's fun. So, yeah, it's nice. So now that you're back, how's your week been? Uh, my week was good. My I went on a little work trip and I met... Um, what? What are you looking at me funny about? I'm not. I'm work sorry. Trip. Sorry. <laughs> I was like kind of choking on something there. You can, you can start oh, over from I went out on a work trip. Okay. Like This is me trying not to like cough. Okay, so, you can go. I'm okay. I got it through, but... Um, so I went on a work trip, and it was good. Um, it was learning, which I like learning, but I'm not used to learning for 10 hours a day anymore. Or like, you know. Truly, I used to be such a champion at, like, sitting and listening to people, and I am not. Like, me and my kids have really rubbed off on each other in the not listening to people <laughs> yep. thing. Um, it was good. I met um, some 23-year-olds who were fully functional adults who were born in 1996. No. Oh, and I was like, truly, I cannot tell you how old I was in 1996 because I'm so old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, they're delightful people. Um, it was fun. Whenever uh, scientists get together, it's just like all, all everybody nerds real hard and nobody knows how to talk to people. And I was mm. like, except for me. I know how to talk to people. <laughs> I feel like it's like chucking an ex- extrovert in hand grenade to the middle of the room and seeing what happens. Truly, truly. It's, I, I find it so fun. Um, other people probably do not find it as fun. But it, it was lovely. They're called introverts. Right. I can vouch. Right. No. Um, Meanwhile, like, while you're gone, what do I do? Like, I just hole up and I do mm-hmm. nothing. I don't leave the house if I don't have to. Like, you're like, all the food is cooked. Yeah. <laughs> the fridge is stocked. I'm never leaving this house again. Mm-hmm. And like... I, I also have to say, I tend to do laundry and, like, clean, and you usually come back to a house that's in better shape than you left it. It's true. Is... You're a much better house husband uh, than I am. A house spouse? Yes. You're a much better house spouse. Yeah. I like so, house spouse. Why house don't we spouse? use that? We should use people everywhere. House, house spouse. spouse. That's it. Let's do it. Yes. It's the non-gender It's non-gender. It's perfect. But, yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I kept the house going, but then we just kind of... I don't know. The end of the week is kind of a blur after you got back. We're just like, whatever. I mean, it's always a sprint. 
It's always a sprint. I did have a really jam-packed Sunday. Yeah. Um, I went to my book club. I joined a book club because it seemed like a real um, suburban mom thing to do. And it is, in fact, a real suburban mom thing to do. You're not wrong. Um, I joined a book club that only meets quarterly because we cannot get our shit together to meet monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, and book club is mostly me drinking really hard for two hours and then sobering up for two hours. Maybe three. <laughs> that's the that's the dichotomy of book club. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... I want to find a book club it's, like that. I think I'm going to try to start a board game night. That's ooh, not going to be far off from that if I can I swing do it. Do it. And if you're hosting, you're like, I don't need to sober up. I'm yeah, already I'm here. I'm just going to keep going. It's just when you start losing all of your games. <laughs> That's hard. So you're like, oh, man. Adam's in the corner making a little castle out of the Jenga blocks. That's... You weren't even playing Jenga? I don't know what's going on. No, you just lose all your strategy and you're like, man, I didn't even see that coming. Yeah. So, yeah. Danger there. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, I was running around and dropping kids at birthday parties and collecting kids from, you know, people So many birthday parties, you guys. Two birthday parties this weekend, so mm-hmm. that was fun. And then, you know, our kids go over to play at someone's house. I'm like, yeah, be back by 5. And then I start getting weather updates at, like, 4.30 that's, like... Torrential downpour. Torrential downpour inbound. So, bike over there. I'm like, all right, guys, you've got to go. And the dad looks out the door and he's like, oh, yeah. Ugh. And so we got home and I'm whining the whole way and I get home and we... Park the bikes and we get in the house and we're home for like three minutes and it just deluges. And our oldest just looks out the window and goes, yeah, that would have hurt. Yeah. Glad you came I and mean, got it, us. It was I'm some like, hard rain. Yep. I, I'm looking out for you, bud. I, I'm i not just killing your fun. But that was fun. So. Yeah. So that was pretty much your week. Yeah. Went to King's Island and we, we got to ride the Vortex for the first last time. For the time. first and last time, our oldest did. He'll be the only one of our kids who have ever... Ridden that piece of junk. He is super proud of that fact. <laughs> and uh, we he also wrote Banshee, and there's this adorable photo of him with his brave face on that literally looks like he's about to puke. Yeah, he's got the widest eyes and, like, the a very anxious, tight, like, I have a gun in the back of my head smile. Like, yeah, it's it is, super funny. It does will, not look brave. It does not look brave, but it looks like someone who's trying desperately to pretend they're brave. So that's right. Good. But I'm glad we turned a corner with the riding rides. Mm-hmm. It's I'm here fun. for that. I like I so, like rides. It'll be good. It'll be good. So, so that's our week. That was our week, pretty much. Um, we watched movies, so you're kind of so catching many up. Movies. I feel like you weren't home a lot this weekend, or something like you missed. Yeah. Some things, but this is fine because this is a movie. I think. Collectively, we've seen 87 times because one, it's a freaking a masterpiece. It's yeah, it's a it classic. Is, it's a classic of American cinema at this point. Right. Um, arguably, Michael Myers's fourth best film. Who? Okay, we're talking about the movie Shrek, but I need to have a sidebar on. Michael what Ma- Michael Myers's best films are? There's so I married an axe murderer. Of course, and then like. What Wayne's the World. fuck else? Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World. And Wayne's World 2. No, disagree. Hard oh, disagree hard on Wayne's disagree. World 2. <laughs> uh, Shrek is better than Wayne's World 2. Okay. Wayne's World 2 is a hot dumpster fire. Uh, Love Guru? No, no. And then every other Mike Myers movie is garbage. That's fair. Uh, Austin Powers, the first one? Uh, maybe. maybe. But I think Shrek is better. Like I would say that one's number like four. It's 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 close. So I would say, so I married an ex-murderer. Yes, the best by far. Obviously, like ten times better than any other Mike Myers movies because he's not playing a character he used to play in SNL. 
Uh, he's basically, I feel like, playing Mike Myers <laughs> in that film. Mike, it's Mike Myers, like, um, this is, like, who he wants to be. Yes. <laughs> like, he's, like, he a wishes. beat poet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's gonna be a fun one to show our kids later. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be a while. Yeah. But, yes, that one's the best one. Is this, uh, Mike Myers' first foray into kids programming? I, I think so like i mean he was already into austin powers phase okay he already had done two austin powers okay this is kind of a hard pivot from austin powers really is like he had been doing like wayne's world austin powers shrek yeah it's kind of it's kind of a an oddball well he wasn't he wasn't supposed he wasn't supposed to be doing shrek oh what was he supposed to be doing or who was supposed to be doing shrek um chris farley Chris Farley had actually recorded most of Shrek's dialogue. Okay. That, I mean, still not the person I would choose for a children's program, mm-hmm. but I It kind of puts it in some context there, yeah. doesn't it? And also, it. like, this thing had been in production since the late 90s, so... That also makes sense, because there's definitely... There's some weird dated things in yeah, here. Yeah, definitely a vibe of, like... Like, some of the music choices. I'm like, I feel like this is a period piece from three years ago. Like, yeah. kind of vibe. It was, because they had most of it kind of done and were doing pickups when he when Chris Farley died. So, they had the story and, like, had the musical cues. Like, mm-hmm. Accidentally and Love was already in there, as well as way too much Smash Mouth. Oh, why is there so much Smash Mouth in everything? I don't... Like I don't know kids movies and they loved Smash Mouth kids movies did. still do still do it's a is thing. Smash Mouth just making like kids music now is that think, their milieu I think kindly they just steered into that yeah, like they're just like we are just yeah. dead my rock. kids my kids ask Alexa to play Smash Mouth and I'm like wow that is not how I saw this going in 1996. But, I mean, even in 1996, I was like, really, guys? This, man, I, this. 1997. <laughs> I, yeah. Not 1996, but like... 97, 98, I was working at King's Island. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, 97, 98, I would have been working out at King's Island, and I just remember hearing this nonstop coming off the midway. Like, so much Smash It now. loses its shine... Real fast. Real fast. So, I can remember... Yeah, way too much of that in a Nickelodeon-themed environment, and <laughs> there you are. I mean, like, there's only five songs on a loop in this whole park. <laughs> but but Shrek is, I mean, somehow, in spite of everything, in spite of being a little weird time capsule of 1997 released in 2000, 2001, yeah, yeah, it holds up surprisingly it, well. I remember some someone in my dorm seeing this movie. And then being like, Lisa, you would really like this children's movie I just went to see on a whim. <laughs> so, like, um, and again, this uh, I was involved in the very early days of pirating stuff at Cedarville. Yes. And, um, um, well, okay, so I knew the guys who did that. I didn't do the downloading, but I knew where to find the files that they were downloading and stashing on a computer somewhere in an unnamed computer lab. I feel like all of this is like, we, sh- we need to... <laughs> like, this... No, it was a just thing. like a black line through all of this podcasting. Yeah, this will be redacted in all the uh, official Senate report. The, yes, we'll put it on the secret server. That's a Trump reference. Um, ooh, no, um, but we. But I remember getting this was one of the early movies 
that just in the was matrix available. yeah just in like the matrix the matrix was like ground zero for that kind of thing uh that's the first time i saw the matrix was on a tiny grainy screen yeah in a dorm room but and then this one came out and it was uh, i remember seeing it in our dorm room on like a crappy crt monitor that was like 640 by 480 that was like hooked could... to a box <laughs> no like it was playing off the off the computer but like you could count the pixels from across the screen screen like it was so bad it was so so bad quality but we i remember Whatever. Seeing it, it, it was, was like free. oh that was fun that was enjoyable um but yeah it was it was good and like it's got a pretty good hook so yeah it's not it's not a bad story you know there's a sympathetic ogre right who gets all these like magical creatures get ch- like chased onto his land? Yeah, so and he's super pissed about so it. So they're putting the kibosh on magical creatures. I don't know why. Uh, because are we this... are we really getting into this, or is this just like overview first, and then we'll like break it down? Uh, I think I think we'll get into it a bit. Okay. So the reason I have so many questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so the reason why is because this is an allegory. Yes. It's all about uh, Disney at the time who was chasing out all the, like, classic animation and fairy tales and trying to, like, blaze their own trail into their own properties, mm-hmm. like like Atlantis and Treasure Planet and some of these other things that were kind of... All of which were terrible. Yeah. But also, like, Lion King, like, Lion is King in there was as good. well. Lion King was good. Lion King was the pinnacle, and then immediately after Lion King is, like, Pocahontas. Like, it right. fell so fast. Right. And, and so... Disney was trying to kind of reinvent itself into its own, like, like marketing juggernaut, but it was really ticking off a lot of animators and a lot of storytellers. Well, and then it started buying up the rights to things that had no right owning. Like, yeah. it was like, but we bought it. And you're like, you can't own a print, like, you can't trademark the word princess, motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, like it just became... I'm looking a... at you, the Ohio State University. Oof. Um, you can't trademark the... They can try. They the, can... the, 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 at me, bros. Yeah, they, we owe the Ohio State University like $87,000. $0. Well, also, I will point out, um, it's not clear if that's going to happen, but hey, they got a lot of newspaper about it. But anyway, so it was this whole thing about how the fairy tales were being chased out and the magic was being kind of eliminated. Swelched. And so there was a renegade kind of group that went over to DreamWorks to mm-hmm. kind of make this new thing that would focus on story and the first thing they did art was completely make fun of disney right and so they were the group that's trying to save the fairy tales they're the fairy tale renegades right and telling the story about this evil impotent short king Mm -hmm. who was at the time i forget who it was but it was the president michael eisner I don't think it was Eisner, but... I don't know. Maybe it was. He's the only Disney president I know. Fair enough. Because he would always be like, hi, I'm Michael Eisner. Yeah, he was... He was... Well, I also know Walt. He was kind of a president. Also, he... Yeah, but like his kind of his frozen thing. head has been out of it for a long time. Fair. But yeah, so they, they make this story about this impotent king who's trying to chase out, but still wants the princess. Like, still wants to get what he wants out of the thing. And so he sends the ugly grumpy curmudgeon guy that you know yes that doesn't really want to be there to like just do the dirty work just do the dirty work and we'll cash the check okay and i'll give you what you want if you give me what i want and this is all just transactional there's no love there's no heart to it Mm -hmm. and um and that's what the story is about you know yes and so he's sends shrek out 
to get the princess. Yes. Yeah. And that's what... Yeah, and he captures the princess. Well, frees her from a dragon. Right. And then they fall in love through their adventure. And then... Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Like, girl meets ogre. Girl can't be with ogre for reasons. For personal reasons. <laughs> I feel like you're telling our story Like here. the fact that he's an ogre. Yeah. But, um... And then he takes it personally. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, how can you say it's not you, it's me? Like, I'm the one who's an ogre. Clearly it's me. Yeah. And she was like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Fuck you. And then mm-hmm. there, there's the part where they might not get together. <laughs> and then there's the part where he interrupts the wedding. And then, like, they're together. It's yeah. great. It's this whole great thing. But, like, it's this really bizarre... Like you said, it's this really bizarre time capsule. But it's mm-hmm. also, like, hilarious. Because, I mean... This is one of Eddie Murphy's first roles in a kid's film also? Yes. When was Daddy Daycare? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. Which we talked about on this podcast. Like, I don't... I think... I feel like that was afterwards. Okay. Like, no, this was great. Eddie Murphy as a cartoon is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, he has perfect cartoon voice. Yeah, I mean, he's so distinctive. It's yeah. great. No, he's amazing in this. Well, And he's just all over the place and you can... Do a lot with an animated character when your voice is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really fun. So he's mm-hmm. good. Cameron Diaz? Yeah, Cameron Diaz is the princess. Yeah, talk about 1990s time capsule. Yes, Charlie's Angels. Where did she go? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure she's still around being gorgeous, but, <laughs> but I don't know. So there's that. Nobody knows it's a mystery. She's, she's just disappeared into the ether. Yeah, who knows? There's a whole bunch of people where I'm like, whatever happened to them? And then I Google it, and it's always like, oh, they're happily married to like a kindergarten teacher, and they have like five kids now. And you're like, oh, man, I hate you. Looking at you, <laughs> um, Chris O'Donnell. Yes. He was like, he did Batman and Robin, and it was like, peace. It's like, I'm never making movies again. <laughs> and honestly, Hollywood was like, yeah, we're fine with that. Like, bye. He's like, honestly, it was an Aussie script, and the check cleared, and I don't care. But then he married, like, a kindergarten teacher, and they had, like, five kids, and... And then he lived... showed back up with, like, LL Cool J in, like, a TV series. Cool. And you're like, hey. Good for you, Bo. What's up? But, yeah, but, like, I don't know. Um, Are you Googling what, Cam- is, Googling Cam- what, is, what is Cameron Diaz is Cam- doing right Cam- now? Right and that's now. not creepy at all. <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. It's not stalking if it's on Wikipedia. Right, right, because that's the rule of the internet. It's not stalking if it's on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just general knowledge yep so oh she retired from acting what did she do now nothing nothing she's just retired she's just like i don't have to do anything that's how acting works is you make a shit ton of money and then you're like i don't need any of you people anymore i'm done yeah there you go good for her good for her so that's why we haven't seen her in a while. But anyway, so Cameron Diaz in the John Lithgow was in this? Yes. Yes. Uh, John Lithgow was the, like, short, angry man. Who, again, very 90s, like, third rock of the sun. Yes. He was also... I don't remember what else he was in. He, he was the dad in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you need a 90s snapshot, there you are. Yeah. It's that guy. Does it have um, Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger in it? Yep. Welcome to... I mean, they... They, they weren't both the in that many movies. No, but... I don't really think so. But, like, if you have one... Yes. And it's not a, a born ultimatum movie. But, yeah. But then Shrek. Yes, back to Shrek. Back to Shrek. So, I have so many questions. Okay, let's About, do it. like, 
just how the plot of Shrek hangs together. Sure. So, they're putting the kibosh on magic. Right. Right? They're like, no more magic. It's dangerous. It's scary. I don't understand it. Whatever. So, he has all these magical creatures that people are, like, turning in. Mm-hmm. Somehow. And so, there's, a, like, the person who's turning in donkey is, like, whatever. This donkey talks, like, but I, I'm not here for a donkey that talks. I'm here for a donkey that works. Like, just give me my money and I'll give you this donkey. And whatever. Right. In that scene, there is Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Who is preparing to turn in Tinkerbell? Right, Tinkerbell, the person who makes him fly and live forever. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a short-sighted. That is a short-sighted bet, motherfucker. Yeah, you are gonna get old and tired of walking fast. Mm-hmm. Also, she's a fairy. There's no way she's gonna get kept in that little cage forever. She will find a way out, and she'll be like. I'm out of here, motherfuckers. Or she'll make everybody fly. <laughs> she'll be like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pinocchio's getting turned in. Pinocchio Pinocchio getting turned in totally makes sense. Because you know what? There are moments where I would turn my kids if truly, I could. Truly, truly. Like, just stuffed Pinocchio did where he was like, hey, instead of going out and making money or spending it on whatever bread, like I told you to, I spend it on literally hookers and blow. <laughs> got myself turned into a donkey. Partially turned into Partially a turned into a donkey while I was busy literally buying drugs. And then you In a out, children's movie. And you went out looking for me, got eaten by a whale. Right. You went out looking for me, got eaten by a whale. I'd be like, fuck this puppet. Indeed. He's not even a real boy. Yeah. So, like, drop that thing I mean, off. I'm, yeah, that, that I'm down with. But, uh, yeah, Peter Pan getting rid of Tinkerbell. Who very, turned in the bears? Very short-sighted. Because the bears are getting turned in, but yeah, who did but it? who did it? Goldilocks? I mean, there's no way she could... She's a cold motherfucker. But there's no way she could, like, get Mama and Papa Bear into a cage. Like... Maybe she lured them with, like, just the right temperature of, uh... A porridge. porridge. Some really comfy chairs. Right. I Possibly. mean, truly, a very comfy chair... I would probably make some very bad decisions for a very comfy chair. <laughs> We've seen that episode of The Tick. Like, that's... Yeah, so he's like, this is the most comfortable chair in the world. Um, so, yeah, that all happens. But then, like, he's also really weird. Like, the, the king's really weird because he doesn't just throw them into a dungeon or, like, exile them or whatever. Like, some of the stuff... Or just kill them like a regular, like, evil person. Right. He definitely keeps them... Like, he's got the magic mirror captive in his house. Right. He definitely is like, you are useful to me and I will mm-hmm. keep you forever. Yeah. But you other people can just go live on this ogre's land. <laughs> yeah. Like, you all live here now. We're... So, if you're afraid of magic, mm-hmm. okay, I don't understand why concentrating the magic through... Yeah forceful moving of people does you any good. Because now you just have a bunch of pissed off people who can't live in their own place, who are now together, scheming together, and are like, oh, well, I know how to make poison apples. Like, oh, yeah, well, I know how to, like, spin hay into gold. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> like, let's like, let's go. Let's crash the economy, all the hay you can get. Yes. Like, and You know, then, and so, like, well, I don't... I don't understand why there's not, like, a lot of revolution happening in that yeah. swamp. No, it definitely was fomenting. And, like, the thing is, Shrek's like, I'm going to go talk to this king and get you guys out of my swamp. And everybody's like, yeah. And Yay! he's like, no, you don't understand. I just hate you just all. Just all. I hate everybody. Like, this isn't benevolence. This is just annoyance. Right. Which I have never related to a character <laughs> as much. <laughs> Like, I feel. I feel you. I feel all uh, the feels. I would do that. I would be like, I'm just getting rid of you all. Don't. 
Yeah, so like they're like, yeah, you're our champion. Go fight for magic rights or whatever we this have. This would be our kids whenever they're like, thanks for driving me to college. I'm like, no problem. I'm out. <laughs> Call me in four years. It's on you now. Um, but, yeah, so he goes off to talk to Farquaad. And uh, Farquaad is like, hey, Magic Mary, I need to get married. Like, tell me some available uh, bachelorettes. Dating show montage. Dating show montage. Okay, so in the dating show montage, it is Snow White. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Cinderella and Fiona. Yeah. Fiona, who is essentially I Sleeping Beauty. take issue with Cinderella. Why? Cinderella was a peasant until she married the... Prince. Prince. So, Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. So unless his plan is to kill Prince Charming... Or steal her away, a la Helen of Troy. Um, I don't know... What's the worst that could happen in that theory? Right, right. That'll be fine. You know, so, like, if it's still, like, peasantry, and I think in the montage, it's still, like... They present her as a princess. Yeah, so, like, she would have had to have already been married. Hmm. So what happened to the prince? Assassination, palace intrigue. Poisoning. Obs. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously poisoning. She just put some bleach in his tea or something. Right. She was like, you are not as charming as you used to be. So it looks like we're going to coup. Right. Right. And then she wouldn't become the queen. Mm, She's just. On... She, it depends on the like hierarchy, yeah. how it's set up. Yeah. Well, if she like took out Where's all. Where's she from? France? Maybe. Well, if she would have taken England. out all of the siblings and other claimants to the throne, she could have done a pretty good... Yeah. I mean, again, you would have to get some advisors and some... She's the people's queen. Right. And she... then is that really who you want? <laughs> as, as someone to, like, raise your status of, like, I need I need to marry a princess so I can be king. And you're like, this one seems great. Well, perhaps she comes with huge tracts of land. land. And that might be useful. I mean... But he does pick Fiona. He does pick Fiona. So Fiona is basically like Rapunzel. She's like a Rapunzel, Rapunzel Sleeping Beauty, Beauty mix. Where she has just been locked in a tower her whole life. Mm-hmm. Where she, there's a dragon. Ultimate homeschooler. Uh, yeah. But she like trains herself to kung fu fight. And <laughs> I know kung fu fighting homeschoolers. Just putting that out there. I mean, I do, but they don't ever train themselves. <laughs> like, they, they've all had some kind of, maybe she had a kung fu fighting tutor. Who came, came in on in? Tuesdays. Yeah, it came in on Tuesdays. She had, like, violin on Wednesdays, like, kung fu on Thursdays. Latin on Fridays. Right. All of all of the princessy skills. Mm-hmm. So she's just, like, waiting for Prince Charming to come and uh, rescue her. Yep. Meanwhile, Shrek shows up to Farquaad mm-hmm. and is like, hey, I'm here. Like, get all these people out of my swamp. And he's like, perfect. You're just in time to join my, like, uh, champion. Like, whatever well, he, whatever having... champion can fight the ogre can win Princess Fiona. Like, can go rescue Princess Fiona for me. Because he's like, that's way too much work. <laughs> yeah, so he, yeah, he's having this, like, tourney to figure out who's going to be the guy that goes, rescues Fiona. And Shrek just wanders in the middle. Right, and they're like, oh, hey, uh, let's do this. And so, um, I do during like his... that montage, yeah. all the people, like, he's a great showman. Like, he is uh, really funnily beating all these people up and so the crowd turns and there's this like fucking terrifying ogre who is beating the shit out of all of their champions everyone's like yeah that's our dude <laughs> he's amazing and he's scottish and you're like okay <laughs> like yeah. i don't know they should be more upset 
about that. I think it would be more concerning. Like, But no, everyone's like, nope, he's great. He seems cool. great. He's our guy. Let's, yeah. Let's use him. Let's send him. And so he negotiates with Farquaad, and Farquaad's like, hey, you go get Fiona, and I'll kick everybody out of your... Out of your land. And he's like, you put everybody there in the first place, motherfucker. Like, don't pat yourself on the back for solving a problem that you caused. Yeah. Well, also, I'm not sure what the plan, other plan is. Like, where are they going to go next? Like, yeah. is this when Snow the genocide White's cottage? Comes? Like, yeah. yeah. I think this is when the genocide comes right, into the story. Right, put them all into trains. Yes. I got They go fast. away. Um, so, Donkey and Shrek go off to, like, rescue Fiona, and they find the... Also, at no point... Does Farquaad give them directions to Fiona's now, house? Maybe that happened off camera. Maybe that, maybe the mayor was like, "Hey guys, yeah, like, <laughs> let, let me tell you where this is." Super scary castle, lots of lava, great, great right. old rope bridge. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I know that place." Yeah, we, and we go trigger, we go trick or treating there all the time. Um, there's a dragon. Yeah, and so they go they they break in to this place and Strex trying to rescue Fiona and. Donkey falls in with Dragon. Right. Okay, so Donkey falls in with Dragon. Dragon is instantly smitten by this very tiny mammal. Like yes. Very tiny, very tasty looking mammal. Right, right. I was like, she has some big teeth. She's a carnivore. I would be like, snack. But she's like, mmm, snack. snack. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't understand <laughs> their relationship. I mean, you can love whoever you want to love. I'm not here like, to shame anybody. Ooh, I would not have picked that out. No, I want to put those two I together. I would not have put those two together at all. And she doesn't talk. He doesn't shut up. Like, right. I mean, that, that, I, get I that. do know couples like that. I, I don't know. We are like that in public, <laughs> just for the record. Like, when there's more than five people in a room. Yeah, you I'm, light up and I'm I just the one hide. Who's talking and Adam is like, I don't need to, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm there's opposites attract kind sure. of vibe about them, but like he's not super into her, and I was like, I don't know that you get to refuse, sir. Like she clearly, I mean, has, consent is important. Consent is important. She clearly has the upper hand in this relationship. But, like. I, I don't know what kind of ego you think you're throwing around, but you are punching well above your weight, sir. Yes. Like. Yeah. So. Just be aware. So Shrek ends up rescuing Fiona in the middle of this, who Fiona thinks he's. Yeah. At no point does, is Fiona like, oh, you're real tall. And you're like, mm, you know, people are tall. Also, you're green. He has he, the mask on. He has he, the. He the, still the, has hands. Like. He has a gut hanging out the bottom of his tunic. <laughs> right. like, like, you can still tell that he's green. <laughs> yeah, like, there should be some red flags on this. Right. But um, she hasn't seen people in a long time. Like, maybe. She doesn't get out much. People change. Seasons change. People change. So she, they rescue her, and they're escaping, and the dragon's stuck in the thing because she's wearing a collar, and she's chained to the... Right, and they, like, chase the dragon all through the... Yeah. Um, through the castle. Castle, through all these pillars, and get her all tangled up and, like, put a little spike in the middle of the Yeah, um, to, to lock chain. her in. Yeah, to lock her in. So they just barely escape. Oh, I guess you're into that. And uh, they get to the woods, or whatever. And then she's like, oh my god, you're like an ogre? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, so you like, didn't notice I'm fucking green and giant? <laughs> I'm like, you're not the Prince Charming. He's like, no, I'm taking you to Prince Charming. Like, I am... No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the guy. here. Like, I'm not. I'm just the guy that's bringing you to the prince. Oh, right. is he good? No, eh, he's not really. Kind of he's an kind asshole. of an asshole, but, but like, that's whatever. not my problem he's either. He's yours now. <laughs> like, none of this is my problem. I'm just bringing you. 
And so during that, like, it's kind of a, a road trip montage mm-hmm. where, um, you, oh, you meet the Merry Men who have a right. song and dance number. So that's when you learn that Fiona, like, like can, badass. Yeah, can do kung fu. Yeah. And she can do the Matrix freeze time kick thing. Yes. Like the Carrie Ann Moss I, I mean, kick. maybe if you're just locked in a tower long enough, <laughs> you learn these things. Yeah, I guess. Um, and so that's pretty cool. And then they find out there's something weird with Fiona. Like right, she so disappears the first, every night. So the first night they spend together, she's like, I have to go. And she finds like uh, a little cave Nook a little cave thing. nook thing, and she pulls some bark off the tree to make a door, and she's like, I need privacy! Um, and Chuck's like, yeah, whatever. Right. Okay, so we find out later that she turns into an ogre. Right. Now, when you see the actual transformation later at the very end, mm-hmm. it's very glowy. It's very bright. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of light that's happening. Yep. There is no way that tree bark is gonna, like, no. block that amount of light. Like, Shrek and Doggy should have been like, the hell is happening? <laughs> Yeah, indeed. But no, they don't. Also, her clothes are very stretchy. Like, she has uh, the, Hulk, the Hulk problem. Maybe this uh, magical land is full of, like, she's wearing a very, a like, lycra. slim, 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 slim fitting uh, green green dress. Like, mm. maybe it's just, like, the stretchiest material ever. And, it, like, in fact, sign me up. Sign me up for this, like, beautiful lycra, super stretchy Material in it which I can like I can attend all of my Thanksgivings. Like, I feel it's a little much for Thanksgiving. I mean, it seems very comfy. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for sweatpants at Thanksgiving. If only your parents would allow such a thing. I'm here for like dresses that are very accommodating. I mean, I would be too, but your parents are even less accommodating of that than they would be for sweatpants. True. I know. True. So, <sighs> one year. Maybe we'll maybe. stay home and all. <laughs> you'll wear and you'll wear like my maternity jeans that I still have. <laughs> oh, those are the best with the panel. And, and you're like, oh, these are so comfy. <laughs> That'd be great. A little supportive in the front. That's great. Truly maternity jeans. They are. Uh, They're a the staple secret weapon for for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving everywhere. So, so Shrek does eventually get her back there, but like Donkey somehow figures out that she's actually an ogre. Right. So the second day. Yeah. Um, Donkey is talking, the second night, Donkey's talking to Fiona. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why don't you like Shrek? Like, you guys seem to be, like, really, like, vibing on each other. Yep. And, uh, she's like, I can't This is after the accidentally in love montage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, where they, like, literally blow up frogs like they're balloons. And turn them into balloon animals. turn them into balloon animals and just, like... That's like normal. that's a thing you can do. Yeah. Ogre breath yeah. is magical. Um why not? Yes. And they're like, why don't you like you and you and Trek seem to be like like liking each other. Like maybe you should explore that. And she's like, I can't do that because yeah. I have to marry a prince and he has to kiss me and then I'll be done with my curse. Because I'll go that's to my how true form. Yeah, and then I'll go to my true form. True love's first kiss, like, and then I'll be I'll be set to... Who I'm supposed to be. I'll be who I'm supposed to be. I'll be beautiful forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, I don't know. Like, that seems crazy. (laughs) I don't don't know how you could love this prince because, like, honestly, he's a jackass and you don't know him. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know that for sure you just kissing people willy-nilly is gonna help. (laughs) Yeah. 
So then... And she's like, shut up, what do you know about curses? And so the prince shows up and, like, basically... One of the, the nice things, the funny things, I guess, is when he shows up, he's on a horse. And when he stops and jumps off the horse, you realize that, like, the legs, mm-hmm. his legs and hands were fake. Yes. To make him look taller. To make him look, like, regular-sized. And he's really super and short. he's a really short person. And Fiona's like, oh, okay. I mean, whatever. And so they go back to the castle, and they're going to get married. And Shrek yeah, and she's kind of going to get married, like, because she's mad at Shrek. Yeah. Like. Fine, I'll just, you know. And so because she's, like, Shrek and her have this big fight where uh, Shrek is like, I heard what you said last night about how you couldn't ever uh, marry, like, be, be in love with someone like me. Like, how no one could love an ogre. And she's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> like, it's not about you. And he's like, how could it not be about me? I'm the fucking ogre. <laughs> and rather than own up to it. Yeah, and rather than being like, no, I'm the ogre, you dumbass. She's she's like, whatever. I don't I don't yeah. have to explain myself to you. And honestly, she doesn't. truth. She does not have to explain herself to him. Mm-hmm. But um, she kind of is like, let's get married. Let's get married right now. I can't wait. And she forces them, or... Farquaad. To, Farquaad, to, like, move her wedding up to, like, literally the day they met. Right, because she can't handle a night. She doesn't right. want him to see her at night. Right. So, in the, like, them being sad without each other montage, there's, like, her getting fitted for a wedding gown. These poor wedding people. Uh, that's bad. They have to pull off a wedding in literally a day. Yeah. They have to make a dress in literally six hours. Yeah, but you know what, Farquaad's... Out of, out of super magical stretchy material that'll be okay when she's an ogre. Yeah, but also Farquaad is such an asshole, I feel like... He already had most, it on reserve. This is not the most ridiculous claim he's made this week. Yeah, he's a little bit like working with Prince. Yeah. What, except, but he's not just okay with being disappointed. And also not a musical genius. And also John Lithgow. Also short, but that tracks. Um, Right. But the, uh, so they're, they're at the wedding and they're getting ready to do the whole wedding thing. Zero guards. Zero guards. Zero guards. Shrek, meanwhile, had gone back. Shrek goes back to his home. It's all cleared out. Right. So, like. Where are they? Yeah. Also, Farquaad, like, just trusted that he would bring back Fiona and clear out the, he cleared out the swamp in advance. I feel like there was, like, a night of broken glass kind of moment off camera where all the, the fairy tale creatures were rounded up and, you know, removed. Um, and Farquaad was like, I don't care, like, if he gets her or not. If he I'm comes just moving back, them. I'm removing them, going all... So I, I did what I was supposed to do. Final solution on them, and, you know, this is as good an excuse as any. It's a promise to the ogre if it works. Mm-hmm. If ogre dies, then I kill him too, and everybody wins. Whatever, everyone's dead. Yeah. I'll just find a different princess. Again, a nice, you know, children's movie about casual genocide. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's rough. But, um, but Shrek decides he actually does like Fiona Right. He's like, like, no, she's great. Never mind. Because, like, Donkey tells him, he's like, you idiot. She was talking about herself. She said, she turns into an ogre at night. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the whole thing. And Shrek's like, Oh, I need to go rescue her. I need to go rescue her. And conveniently, like, convenient dragon shows up. Right. How did that dragon get up? So, uh, he goes back to Shrek. 
goes yeah. back to his place and it's empty. And that's when the dragon is just like sitting there, like being sad. And he's like, hey, dragon, everybody left me too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because this is when Donkey leaves. Yeah. Like, and Donkey's like, well, if you can't understand that, like, you know, Fiona loved you and I care about you and, like, having friends is not that bad. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I don't need Which, this. Which, again, this is legit. Yeah, I don't I don't need this. But then, yeah, and so Shrek, but then Shrek has a change of heart and... Also, Dragon is conveniently there. Yeah, and... How did she get out? I don't know. Also, that dragon, when um they're going to rescue Fiona, is, like, on a hoard of gold yeah. and treasures... I thought she was supposed to be guarding Fiona. When did she have time to go gather all these treasures? Uh, I mean, I understand. I, I love jewelry kid. as much as the next girl. But, like, I don't, I don't understand her time management. <laughs> and also, she's wearing a collar with a chain also, on it. Also, she's wearing so a collar with a chain. She so had to gather that within, like, a with, couple Within the, the castle grounds. So she just, like... I guess. Yeah. It's, a, it's very, very low-key treasure hunting. Or maybe other people found the treasure and just was like, I'll put it in the dragon, no one's going to bother it. Yeah, maybe. That's part of the That thing. makes sense. Like, she's just like the national bank. But, anyway, so, dragon and donkey and Shrek. And Shrek. Dragon and Shrek. Oh, yeah. I think. I think donkey's there. May I don't remember. Donkey leaves for a little bit. And yeah. he has to go rescue donkey and, and convince donkey to be on his side. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. And then, but the three of them do eventually crash the wedding. Yes, the three of them crash the wedding. And with the help of a dragon. Honestly, without dragon, none of that was happening. Right. But truly there are no guards right. at this wedding. Well also Shrek has proven his ability to dispatch a number of guards and also. So perhaps dragon. when they saw him they were like, mm, go ahead, sir. Yeah, yeah. Right this way. Right this way. I'm uh wedding. you mean this key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or also, um we don't like that short little asshole, so Right, like, he's kind of a jackass. Like, I don't care. Ruin his life. Go for we, it. We have Country Folk Ogre or with a dragon or little short megalomaniac. Right. I'll right. take my risk. Uh, I mean Neither six, one, half dozen the other. Yeah. Not any of these are showing real leadership potential. Mm. Right. So he he jumps in there and he rescues Fiona and confesses his true love and she confesses her true love. She was love. like, I like you too. And uh and she's like, Wait, I wanted to like before you whatever, I want I want to show you something. And Convenient Nightfall. Convenient nightfall. And she turns into an ogre. Very glowy. Like very glowy. big yeah. sparkly change. It's, it reminds me of the end of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Very hundred percent. Like where it's like floating right and like shooting out Light. All the moonbeams or whatever. Yeah. So she changes into an ogre. And she's like, see, I'm an ogre now. And uh, he's like, whatever. I'm an ogre. I don't care. Like. Sure. And it's like, I love you. Kiss, kiss. And then at the kiss. Because he kiss. was her true love, I guess. That's how you find out. Yep. Is you kiss. And then there's sparkles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she like turns again. And this time it's the, the moonbeam shooting out. And she's the same. She's, She's still, still an ogre. Also, her wedding dress is very stretchy. Magical stretchy material that fits literally every size. I'm here yeah. for it. Yes. Kay. Body inclusive. Yes. Can we get this all the time? All the time. All, yeah. Like one size fits literally anything. Literally everything. It's very stretchy. That'd be great. And so, so Shrek realizes that... He loves her. She loves him. They're right. going to have like four like, little sequels together. She was like, I'm supposed to be beautiful. And he's like, you are beautiful. What's your problem? Like, you, you seem great. Yeah. So like, 
And she's like, yeah, I guess so. And then we're back in the swamp and we have karaoke to I'm a Believer. Not the monkey's version, a cover no, by Smash Mouth. so much Smash Mouth. I don't understand you guys. what was with that. But yeah, it was... And like I said, there's, I think... So there's Shrek 2, Shrek the 3rd, Shrek Happily Ever After. There's the, the Shrek one where it's just like Halloween... Where they do spooky stories. There's the Shrek one where there's like Simon Cowell guest stars. Like yeah, as there's the a sing-along one. X-Factor or whatever. There's a Shrek um, musical which is on Netflix which features people in costume including a very oh large Shrek. Like I'll have to show this to you. It is nightmare fuel. Ooh. It's a very large dude playing the part of Shrek. I mean, you have to be a large dude, I would think. Yeah, but he's just like painting. Shrek. It's just a dude painting green with like oh, those like, like plungers stuck to his head. Interesting. Like it's obviously just a dude in green paint. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, that's a lot of paint. Yeah, like, that's a lot of that's a lot of makeup time that you have to spend it in the beginning. So. It's weird. Um, so like this thing is a, a franchise and also I'm going to point out like this is one of the first DreamWorks films that came out. Yes. And so this is from where we get, um, just the whole like DreamWorks universe. There's Puss in Boots. Yep. That's, well, Anto- that's a Antonio, knockoff. Yeah. Antonio Banderas. I'm here for Antonio Banderas oh. as a cat. Like that was fantastic. He was great. He's great in everything. He, he brings- is always bringing his A game. Even if his A-game is like, the fuck is this? <laughs> I love the fact that Antonio Banderas, like, he's like, I'm going to bring the sexy. You're like, Antonio, this is a children's film. He's like, I don't Still bring the sexy. The sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do anything else. And you're like, this is Spy Kids. Right, also, Three. so sexy. You need to turn it down. <laughs> like, just the, cannot turn down the smolder ever. Yeah, he's fantastic. And, um... But, yeah, like, this thing spawned, like, an entire company. Like, mm-hmm. this was one of the early films from this group. Um, and you, you can draw a line right to, like, the entire How to Train Your Dragon franchise. Yeah. Um, all of this stuff, I mean, I think Illumination Studios kind of spun out of this, which was I the Despicable yeah, Me. Yeah, I know Despicable Me and uh, Lorax, which, like, Lorax, whatever. Yeah. Despicable Me had some legs. Yeah. But, uh... And, like, they, they are kind of this juggernaut that is one of the only groups that can actually challenge Disney. Disney slash Pixar. Pixar in animated film. And it's all because of Shrek. It's of such a weird... Mike Myers. Mike Myers and some guys that are pissed off at, at Disney. Disney. But yeah, like like punk music. Yeah, exactly. They, they're you, like... You become the uh oh, the establishment 100%. you mean to topple 100% because they were like oh all Disney's doing is cranking out sequels and ruining franchises and trying to own their IP instead of like using the classic fairy tales and what did dreamworks become nothing but sequels nothing but franchises that they could own they don't do fairy tales they do like just yeah like all the stuff like honestly how many minion featured things do we need uh, yeah, at least two fewer than we have. <laughs> at least. And, like, they are the exact problem. Yes. But, hey, they are the, you know, yeah. they're the misfits I mean, of our time, I guess, or the yeah. violent femmes. Right, right. That you now, or, like, the Beastie Boys that I heard at the airport. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. Or, like, having that be, like, someone's walkout music to, like, Republican campaign. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> 
You are not oh. fighting for my right to party. You are not. <laughs> no, you're not. That's not one of the platforms from either party. Truly. If you run on that platform, let me know. I am interested in your views. I... If I ever run for president, it's going to be like plank number three, <laughs> right to party. Truly, I don't ever, ever want to run for president because it seems like way too much work. But I would run I on run for president. pockets. Pockets and all clothing. For all. Standardized clothing for women's sizes for women's clothing. And pockets. And pockets and all outfits. And body autonomy, but also pockets. <laughs> like, just pockets. So, okay, Guys. I do have to say, if you if you just focus on pockets and, like, standardized clothing sizes, you kind of run into, like, the Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong Did po- they have pockets? Yeah, like the gray I don't, jumpsuits. I don't even care. The, the communist <laughs> jumpsuit from, like... Did they have pockets? Yeah. I'm here for... Pockets. Not all the tenets of communism, but they at least got the pockets they right. They at least got the pockets right. I'm here for pockets. So, there's that. At least the pockets ran on time. Wait, no. It's true. It's true. We are, yeah, we're going to some weird places with <laughs> questionable political ideologies in this particular I mean, podcast. For real, don't at me. I'm not serious. No. But I not. do love pockets. I do love pockets too. And I have You don't all have the to pockets. love pockets. You have all the pockets. But I love the pockets that I have. And they're currently filled with like tons of crap that I don't need. I know. I have like money and wallets and like I don't have to I don't want to hear about all of your you know pocket privilege right now. It's I don't not, have to it's choose not really what I want. I don't have to choose which cards I carry. I can just put them all in there. I know you're like I have all my cards. Um so what do we learn from this movie except Oh, pockets? sorry. What did we learn? Um disgruntled artists can make good art. Yeah. That becomes establishment. That becomes establishment art and then like mm, they kind of sold out, but they get money now. Yay. <laughs> There's no moral consumption under capitalism. No. I mean, just that. Um, again, coming back to com- communism again. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what I was supposed to learn. It's okay if you're an ogre. There's a body positivity stuff happening in here. I mean, like, real low-key body positivity. But, like, like... Mostly it's like Shrek has tons of male body positivity. Because, like, it doesn't matter what the dude looks like. But the girl's got to be, like... Super, super hot. hot or yeah. else it doesn't matter. Which I feel is not a step in the right direction. But then when it turns out that she's actually an she's ogre, an ogre. Everybody's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and like is. you're you're still kind of a hot ogre. Like it's like On a scale of one to like super ugly ogre. I mean, you're like you're you're still pretty hot. Like you're still very conventionally attractive. Mm. Um but, yeah. but I mean she doesn't fit the typical supermodel mold, so I gotta give her that a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I mean, but. you know, she's not a size two, so definitely not. But um, Smash Mouth will outlive us all. Truly, they will never stop making very shitty music So somebody, for children's programming everywhere. Somebody, uh, I saw like a tweet that was that said, we have to be honest with ourselves and admit that if Shrek was released in 2018, Uptown Funk would have been in the soundtrack. It's true. And it's so say, true. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Although it was in Road Trip. See also our first episode. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so maybe yeah. I, I mean, I don't it, know but... why people are uh, very defensive about it. You're like, it's it is what it is. Lean in, guys. Um, but I truly do not know what I was supposed to learn. I don't know either. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah, 
it's you don't always learn things you don't always learn the things so all right well i think that's all we have for tonight on that note i mean i hope so i hope so um i hope to see you guys next week and yeah. until then good night and good luck please parent responsibly <laughs>